Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler General Registration is now open. Go to Army10Miler.com to register today. General Registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at Army10Miler.com. Hi. I'm the captain now. Right. I have recording in the top left corner. So it looks Let's rock and roll. Looks like we're good to go. So we'll have a three, two, one action. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I apologize. Sorry. We'll try that again. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Always Smiling Fitness Podcast. And you're, who's this? Some, oh, my God. Now Chris is trying to send us bloody messages in Skype. Hold on. Exactly, because that's going to pop up in the bloody... Uh, Will this Zoom end after like 45, like sometimes that happens, you know? It's not giving us a countdown at the minute, so oh. uh, I'm hoping not. Is there no questions tonight, sorry? Is it just the match review, that's it? Match review and then preview. Off a Newport. For, yeah, uh, Newport now. We've got that one in, I don't know if we'll bother doing a Burnley one for next for the weekend. No, 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 we'll just, just probably look at the... Uh, We'll see how many players will get injured on Wednesday. <laughs> exactly. Right, we'll try this again then. So, uh, do you want to give away three to one again, Bestie? Ted, was it Ted Rogers? Ted Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back to the All We're Smiling Faces podcast. We are back. And uh, we, we can't start it with that, that famous phrase because uh, we didn't win, you know. We drew you now. We drew you now. We did. So uh, tonight I am joined by Decker, who's uh, just introduced himself there. And of course, uh, Bestie is with us as well, looking very handsome in in, in that light. Rugged, I would have said as well. Like Rugged. Uh, about time, I was, con- I was concerned that me, me, me many facial kind of blemishes and imperfections would be to the fore, like, but it, uh, no, it, it, it's hiding the multitude. You look like a different man, Bestie. If I, honestly, I, like you've had a shave, your hair's cut, and that you just look like a different no, man from a few months still, ago. 
the head's still long and it's the shave and it's taken about a week ago that was and it's just taken it still now to kind of me, me face and go back into it. <laughs> ah, you're looking well. It's def- definitely that uh, that new HD 4K light that you've got there as well. It's bringing out all the best in your features. That doesn't take a great deal of doing. All the best isn't much. So, no, well, it's looking good. I'm going to use your... my phone next week. Going to use your phone? Well, if it looks like that. Well, it looks. I, it? I don't know if you look that good, like to be fair. But I suppose so, yeah. Give it I'm a try. Give myself. it a try. <laughs> What's that you're supping on a... there, Decker? You what, sorry? Oh, just a gin and tonic, mate. The third gin. one. No, it's the, oh, yeah, just God. a gin. It's going to be one of those nights, is it? I, if I go for another one, we could be in trouble. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's running a bit short, this one. like. Well, I guess we, uh, we better dive into the, the reason that we're here tonight, and that is to try and uh, pick some sense out of that display on uh, the weekend. So yesterday we played Tottenham Hotspur. Um, and for those that uh, seen it, it'll, it'll live long in the memory. <laughs> but uh, at the, let's start at the beginning, Bestie. Thoughts on the on the lineup? Um, disappointing to be honest with you. I thought I, I kind of it felt as if the I don't know. It's hard to see how I was talking to like, Matty about this idea, and like five at the back just isn't. You know what you're going to get when Newcastle under Steve Bruce line up with five at the back. Um, it's not going to be particularly exciting. It's going to be attritional. The 45 minutes is going to last about a week and a half. Um, and like made all the more kind of dispiriting by seeing Isaac Hayden at centre-half because I think he's a good player, but he's he's not a centre-half. So um, I the, the lineup was the kind of the, the first little cause for concern, I thought, when I saw that. Um, and, and, and rightly so it's surprisingly well I was going to say starting with two up front he didn't really did he because Joel Linton wasn't playing as a striker but um, I was a little bit surprised to see him in the team um, after how much he struggled against Boer or Brighton Yeah I think when we, we were looking pre, pre-match pre when the, the team news came out um, I, I think it, the, the the, the team on paper, it gave you a little bit of flexibility to be able to play a different formation sticker. I mean, we, we were having a little chat beforehand around look, looking at trying to figure out how it, how it could fit it fit together. Well, uh, obviously, on the Sky News app or whatever it was, the Soccer Centre one, it said um, that it was 4-4-2. So I thought that would mean it would be Joel. It feels good to gift. So give your dad the One for All gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100-plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants, and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. And then Wilson up front, which I thought, okay, like, you know, we'll see what happens there. I wasn't happy that it was 4 4 2 at all because obviously, I think we've discussed it to death really of last week's game, how much we overran in certain areas of the field. I don't believe Hendrick's a right winger, in my opinion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But then when I actually seen the lineup on Sky when before the game, I realised it was then five at the back. And I had a chat with someone earlier on in the day, actually, and I was saying, like, sometimes. I'm a little bit in the mindset of it's horses for courses, like, and I'm a little bit like sometimes if we have to go to the back five, okay, it's going to be like the days under how long, how long we've been talking to Oxfam about to mention his name here. I've already been 
fucking recording for about a minute and a half. But back to the days of Rafa, where you're trying to be hard to beat, you know, you're trying to, you know, that's what you're trying to stop the opposition. And sometimes five at the back isn't the end of the world, but it doesn't inspire us. It's not what I want it to be. Um, but I still am very much horses for courses sometimes. And I think, you know, if you go five at the back, you're trying to be resolute, hard to beat, try and get them on the break, at least try and, you know, keep it at nil nil or one nil, which in fairness we did. But my God almighty, we were lucky. Uh, we will come to that, of course. Um, but yeah, that, you know, it is what it is. But I, I agree with Bestie. Hayden at centre-half didn't make any sense to me, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. So I think the, the, the formation and the line-up was, was a little bit kind of um, maybe pushed on Bruce a little bit because we had injuries to Jamal Lewis, so we didn't have a fit left-back there. Um, St. Maximum was out injured as well. Um, so that, that meant we definitely had to make some changes down that left-hand side. Um, and not having another fit left back at, at, at the club at the moment probably then has to push you into that position of playing Matt Ritchie there, who he's not a left back, but we know he can play that left wing back position a bit more. Um, and then the Joe one kind of, I guess it's a bit of a toss up between him and Fraser to play on the left. Um, again, I think it was it caught everybody a bit by surprise, bestie, that Fraser wasn't involved. I think so as well. I can only assume that um, Bruce doesn't think he's quite ready yet, although he wasn't on the bench either, was he? Grind. So, only a grind. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's in, I think in, uh, it's something that we've, I think Bruce was criticised for last season was bringing players back when they weren't quite ready. Um, I'm, I can't remember an instance, but I'm sure I remember having a conversation about it last year. Um, yeah, I was saying a couple so of times if, was was one, wasn't it? Yeah. So if 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 he's had a look at Fraser earlier in the season and thought, well, he's not quite fit yet, we'll not rush him back in. Um, then I think he's doing the right thing as far as I'm concerned. Joe Linton, as I said, I said earlier, when I, I first saw the team and like that I was saying, I, I thought, well, is it, is it 4-4-2 again? And thinking, well, Richie's played wing-back but not left, like as a straight left-back, how's that going to work? Um, and wondering what Joe Linton and Wilson would be able to do together. Um, obviously, Joe Linton, I think, well, we'll, we'll get on his performance later on, no doubt. Um, but uh, but I it was a it was a, again a bit of a surprise, and I don't really think the players have got another reason. I wasn't too I would say not enamoured by the five at the back. I'm not like I wasn't sitting there kind of tossing furniture about and all that carry on like. But um, you, you look at the bodies and the, the players that they brought. Anything well, they've, they've strengthened the centre of midfield, so you'd, you'd expect that's where they'd have the kind of you've got Richie, uh, sorry Hendrick, Shelby, Hayden on the pitch. I think that I mean it, it, it doesn't kind of there's not a Xavi there or an Iniesta or a, or even a um, Golo Kante type of player really, but you've got three Premier League quality players there that that could that could cause some damage. Yeah, you would expect that, that there's enough strength in that that midfield to to be able to do that. And, and the other the other one that came in um, for the game as well that that's been missing in the last couple of weeks was was Almiron. He came back into the team and, and played um, kind of to the right hand side a, a little bit um, in 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 that little bit of a two behind um, Wilson. So good to see him back, Decker. Oh, absolutely. For for me, honestly. Uh, when I, I know you all know that I love Saint, right? But to, to a degree, I, for me, Miggy's the first on the sheet. Like honestly, I just think he just brings so much energy to the team. Um, and I think against Brighton, I think you could see we were missing that energy, that speed. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, for me, he has to play every single game. Like I mean, as, as much as he can, of course, for fitness and stuff. You know what I mean? But for me, it was great to see him back. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of him on the right-hand side, as we've discussed a lot of times, but just to have him on the pitch, I think, is very important for him. 
yeah, I don't think it, it, it didn't always go his way yesterday. I, I was really, really happy to see him back in the team. So I, yep. I, I liked him an awful lot. I, I thought it, he was quite poor for the most part yesterday. He gave the ball away quite a lot. And oh, very cheaply as well. Seem, didn't didn't seem to be able to get the ball. It's taken a couple of times he's tried to control it, he's going for throwing, and it just you, know, you have bad days sometimes. It was it was just one of those for him really. I do agree, actually, with his performance. He, he did give the ball away, needless, needlessly. But I just mean in terms of I, I always try. I try when we discuss this lineup here. I always try and think about how I felt when I seen it, rather than hindsight. Yeah. It's so easy, isn't it, to go away with shit? Why do we play? I, I try yeah, my best totally. to stay there, like at the first part. Um, so I was obviously pleased he was on. Um, but obviously his performance, of course, could have been better, which will, which will come. Yeah, he, he deserves to be in the first team, like. Definitely, I, I'm. I was was pleased that he was back in, and, and the two things that you mentioned there was was the thing thing that we needed, and, and probably needed to see a lot more from other players in in the team, particularly in the midfield. Was was that pace and the energy, um, because it was just massively, massively missing um, for me. I think that that's that's where a lot of our problems kind of came from in the middle of the park, not not having those legs to be able to, you know, as as we've talked about in the past, being able to. to to pressurise the, the players, give us something to, to, to work with on the break and stuff like that. And um, I, I know I've said it a million times, and I'll probably say it a million times more, but I just thought Shelby was just an absolute joke on on yesterday, on uh, on Sunday, unfortunately. Yeah, well, you know how much I, I've, you know, ranted and raved about Shelby. Um, but you're seeing a player which I think, for all, I still think he's an intelligent player when he's got the ball. I still, I still believe that. I still believe he's the more, one of the most intelligent we've got. You can see that, and, and I've said this before to you so many times, that I appreciate, okay, I appreciate Hayden played centre-half today, but still, if we are picking our best centre-midfield pair, and it's going to be them two, and it's the same two we had in the Championship five years ago. And Shelby wasn't particularly busting the good or getting up and down the pitch very well five years ago. So he ain't going to be able to do it now. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to get any better. Does that make sense? Like, he, he, and I think you're seeing it now in the game. This is what I would say about the Premier League as well. You know, I feel as if the game's getting quicker and quicker and quicker every year. Every year that goes by, the game gets faster. And every time I watch us play, whether being on the ball or without the ball, we're the slowest team in the world, mentally and physically. Well, I know we've got fast players. Saints quick, Wilson's quick. I get that. I know that. But what I'm on about is like certainly in the midfield areas, we're just so lacklustre and we're so passive. And to go back to the formation, we'll play five at the back and I'm thinking, okay, right, well, we'll be hard to beat for the first 10 minutes. There should have been five up in the first five or 10 minutes. And that's, that's not even, that's, I'm not exaggerating there. They were coming through it as if we weren't even on the field. And we've got five at the back. We should be tight. Surely hard to beat in them areas. And the were just flooding through and it was just it was awful it was awful wasn't it right it was terrible it was desperate desperate yeah. sorry I've just run it a bit there I apologise I went from trying to boot Shelby to criticising the back five but I just you know what I mean it's just I, I cannot understand it you'll man. do anything you know, you, you, to try and defend him won't you no no absolutely deflecting not, the no. blame <laughs> no to go back to Shelby yes absolutely I mean the guy is, is a snail pace on the ball and without the ball, he's a man down. Really, isn't he? He's a man down. And when we get the ball, it's even when you've got a chance of a quick break, they give it to Shelby, boom. The whole um, speed of the, of the counter-attack is gone because he just takes so long on the ball. It's just the whole thing's just too slow. 
Sorry, uh, someone else. No, no, it's it's, it's right. And in, in, in your you're summing up the frustration that I had, kind of watching it was, and it's not the first time that we've we've said this, and and it, it won't be the last because unless we do something something differently in the middle of the park to to allow us to to move the ball faster to to carry it a, a little bit, then we're going to have this conversation time and time again. What is the answer in the middle of the park, Bestie? Um, I, I don't think the answer is at the club at the minute. To be honest with you, I think the answer is better footballers. Um, as Decker says, that Hayden and Shelby um, have been in the first team for since the championship. They weren't bought. I mean, well, Shelby was bought in the the window before they went down, so maybe slightly different there. But Hayden, I don't think was bought um, expecting that he would be a Newcastle player in twenty, or certainly in the first team with John Joe Shelby. In 2020, 2021, like I have five years, teams that come up, I can't think of another one that's done that. Um, that that's kept the same midfield, the, the centre half that they had in the championship towards the end of last season, the same centre forward that they had in the championship as well. Um, Matt Ritchie was there. It's just that the teams that that good players, I think Hayden's in particular, is worthy of keeping the squad. He's just got his new six-year contract there, but. Uh, it feels good to gift. So give your dad the One for All gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100 plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the One for All gift card. Available in-store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. I think the answer is that we just need better footballers. Shelby's, as Declan said, he, he's never really been a kind of, um, certainly since he's been here, he's not been a box-to-box kind of all-action. Yaya Torre picked the ball from deep and drive forward with it. He kind of, you pick the ball up, but then he'll generally put his foot through it. And every now and then it, it'll land on someone's toe and it's brilliant. But then you get something that happened, um, or something like what happened for their goal yesterday, where he's, he's trying to play a ball through the... Um, Wilson and he hasn't beaten his man and they've broken. I mean, it, it, it's a bit harsh to blame him for the goal, like, but that's how it started. You know, it was just kind of a, a pretty cheap loss of possession. But again, who else has he got to aim for? He, he's not the kind of player who's going to put his foot on the ball and kind of drop a shoulder, take a man on, then lay it off the side. He's, he's, there's only one way he can go there, and that's what he tried to do. And it, because of the lack of options up front, uh, or the lack of kind of having one bloke isolated on his own, that's what happens. Yeah, and we've seen that time and time again over the last, God, it feels like four or five seasons that we've we've talked about having having our striker isolated. Do you think the fact that we're seeing that again with Wilson at the the weekend is that people are having a bit more of a of a thought towards the the role that Joe Linton had to put up with um, last season and maybe have a bit more sympathy towards him, Decker? Well. I, I do, I do, but I don't think that that's the majority of you I'm seeing because I'm trying to think. I had a few loads of things to say there when Bestie was talking. I was like, because he was saying things that I was agreeing with and I wanted to say, elaborate on. Um, to touch on, first of all, to touch on um, the, the striker situation, yes. I said that when we signed Wilson, if you remember, I said, it's all well good signing him, but if we don't change the way we play, it ain't going to make a bit of difference. And we've seen on that particular game, that's exactly what it's going to be like. 
And you could even say the Brighton game as well. He didn't have a kick then either. Because as a team, we don't set up well enough. We're not equipped enough to supply the striker with good, with, with, with any options, you know. And I agree in what you're saying that everyone's excited that we've signed them. But going back to your Joe Linton comment, you're starved, right? Isolated completely. Um, and it, it's really, really difficult. To answer the question you said before about how can we maybe change the middle of the park, I'm probably going to say something that's very controversial that people won't like, but I would... Um, can you remember when everyone was kicking up a fuss last year when Miggy was playing too deep? And everyone was saying, oh, he's so far away from Joe Linton. I think we need Miggy to be playing that role, but maybe have somebody else supporting Wilson. I feel as if we need a body in that middle, certainly maybe ahead of a couple of midfielders, to simply carry the ball. Because Hayden can't carry it, and Shelby can't carry it. So we need someone that can physically pick up the ball and run forward with it. And the only player... You see, I think I texted you yesterday saying I would actually probably hear Matty in there, or even a not-so-confident a minute showing Longstaff over Shelby, just because you've got legs and you've got energy in there. I just feel we need energy. And that's why I'm saying Miggy, because he's the only player that I can honestly think of that can play in the central position and can run. Is he not maybe a bit, a bit lightweight to be in the middle of the park? I, I, if it's midfield. played the right way, if it's played the right way, I don't know. If it's played the right way, I'm not sure. But I'm not saying it's the answer. You know, of course, long term. But I'm just thinking about like, I'm I'm a big fan of playing three in the middle. I've I've said this for a long time to you, and I appreciate we want to play four two three one. That's how our dream thing and phrase I say it, Miggy. I get that. But I just feel that, like, again, you're left with Hayden and Shelby there, aren't you? That's your two centre-field field pairing, and it's just not enough. It's not good enough. I, I feel as if we won't be able to run the midfield in a game well enough if we play 4-2-3-1. And because of that, your Fraser and your Saint, or certainly Fraser, Saint won't bother, but, but Saint and Fraser are enough just coming so deep for the ball because the two centre-midfielders cannot cope with the pressure. They can't cope with keeping up with the game. Um, and really, to be fair, sorry, the answer is what Bessie said. Fucking buy new players. Buy, buy some better centre midfielders, right? That's the problem, right? Um, but it's, to come on to the start of the game, because I know obviously we're talking about a lot here, I really want to credit Darlow here, for the, for, especially for the, for the very first, what it felt like the first minute, if I'm being honest. Then got a free kick. Kane, obviously, the first save was a bit iffy, you could probably say when you see it on replay. But that second save is unreal. That double save. Um, and I, I need to get that in before we get lost with all the rest of it. But though that was amazing, personally. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have got lost. That was. That was. I think one of the the the, the highlights that we had in the game was was Darlow's uh, performance. Um, we were chatting about it in when we were watching the match. Um, Best Bestie had a a little bit of a uh, an alternative opinion on on that on that double save to to me and you, Decker. Yeah, <laughs> but, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, it, it's a it, it's a it's a good double save, um, but and I, I'm get, I'm aware I'm getting a reputation as being someone that kind of just doesn't that seems not like him for the sake. I mean, that's not the case. I, I thought he played very very well yesterday, um, but that double save if the second one goes in, then it's his fault um, because that first save you, you've, you've got to push it. We've, we've, I mean, this isn't just Darrell. We've criticised Rob Elliott for this in the past as well, and crowd times where he'd make the save, but. Ball goes straight back into trouble. Like that's got to go away. Um, but that said, I think I spot on that second save. He does brilliant. There's another save later in the game um, where he's diving. I think to his left and gets two hands on it. Um, yeah. I forget exactly. That's that's the best save of the match for me. I think that was brilliant. That was a really really good save. I thought he played excellent. He, he was. Um, yeah, he was. I, I, 
yeah, I, I feel as if I'm kind of uh, I'll have to go for a shower afterwards. Like, but nah. yeah, but it's not no, bad humble pie, though, is it? It's not. It's not like do you know what I mean. Like you, you might not rate him long term, but you can still yeah. appreciate his performance in that one game. And I certainly absolutely. Could, you know? um, I remember. Um, I've, I've been thinking about this kind of the comparison. Remember um, Al Habsi that was keeper for I think Wigan and Bolton for a little while. Bolton and Wigan, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. He would have a game every ten or so where he would look incredible. Where he would look absolutely, and then the other night he'd be appalling. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not saying that Tolo's appalling. Um, again, because you can look at old podcasts for that. Um, but he's yeah. Yesterday was a, it was a really good game. You, you've got to kind of say, ah, well, credit where it's due. If I'm being honest, if I look across the first three games, I've been pretty. I've been quite impressed throughout the three. I thought West Ham. I thought he did well. Um, the yeah. Brighton game, let's be fair, I mean, didn't really have a chance on anything from, from memory, from very quick off my head there. And yesterday, obviously, he was brilliant. He did a great save off Kane very, very shortly after that double save. It was a header. Yeah, he did. Actually, yeah, was scored. Three, yeah. three, three saves that really stood out for me like that he, that he yeah. made. Yeah. Mine, I've been wondering this now. I'm, I, I, I don't know if this is just my kind of... If, if, I've got, if I do, it turns out, have a natural thing against him. But for the goal, <laughs> should, he be on, should he be on the ground like that for the goal? You can see what he's done is he's trying to kind of um, he's trying to pre position himself because he's expecting something to get a touch, and he doesn't, and it runs to and Richie should do better. But um, he's trying to kind of open his body up, look at more, just nip it and score the goal. But it's just it. I've, even now, I don't know if if um, if he should have done what he did, or if I think he should have done better with it because I've got some sort of latent. Subconscious dislike for the blow. I don't know what it is. I, I, I think he's probably trying to. Pre, I think he's preempting that either Kane's Kane's going to have a shot towards the near post, or somebody's going to get a touch. Whether that be our defend, defender, because there was yeah. what, three of them sliding in, uh, and then Son in in the middle who just missed it. Um, and, and like you say, Rich Richie at the back post. He probably didn't even think that that was going to get a, a, get across the, the face of the goal to him, so it's probably caught yeah. him a bit 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 unawares. Um, I've, I've, obviously, there's Richie's came in for a bit a bit of stick because he does get himself kind of wrong footed, and then um, uh, Murat sticks it in at the back post. But I've, I've got to say, what a fantastic ball across the box it was was from Kane though. Kane, had, I, Kane I, is really good at that. Yeah, I just don't think it's 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 really been picked up on on what a what a horrible horrible ball that is to to have to defend against. I think it's well, it's kind um, of gone un, unwarranted. Well, I'm about to tell you why it's gone unwarranted. So, Darlow. Now, no, normally I'm only trying to be honest here. Normally, when I watch a game, I normally um, something sticks out of a straightway. So if I see a goal going, I normally go, "God, I mean, that was awful." Like from a a player. I must admit, I haven't seen Dolo. I, I didn't. Dolo hasn't even entered my mind, so I'd like to see it again. Because honestly, truthfully, I've never even really took notice of Dolo. I have, however, watched Richie. Well, first of all, sorry, I'll come on to the first part. Hendrick, right? Hendrick is standing up against Kane. Now, I honestly think Kane's as fast as me dad. Me dad's sixty-two, and I think honestly, I honestly mean that. Like Kane is so slow, right? And he does Hendrick. It's just, it's unbelievable how easy he does, Hendrick. It's unbelievable how easy he does him. And yes, okay, the ball across Canny, but Richie, Rich, no, it's Canny. It's 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 Ari. It's not it's not it's not, it's not if, a Trent Alexander If Saint had put that ball across the box, it would have been the best pass you've ever seen in your life. Well, maybe, but 
in my opinion, we should have never, ever, ever. Well, first of all, as Bessie said before, we shouldn't be losing the ball in the area where we lost it with Shelby, first of all, right? I always look at where we lose the ball. So that was shocking. Kane, Henrik standing up Kane and somehow gets done by him. I just, I just cannot believe it. But anyway, he gets done by him. Richie does really well. If you watch the replay, right? He does really well that he sees... Is it... Um, who's, who was it, the player? Sorry. The Lucas Moura. Oh, sorry, Moura. Sorry, Moura. sorry apologise. He sees him and realises, shit, I'm, I'm actually a few yards away from him. So he breaks his neck like, to get back into that position. But then somehow when the ball's coming along the, bo- the box, he thinks that that player's disappeared. Because he's, he's just looking at him and goes... He actually physically looks at him in the face and goes, shit, I need to mark you. Runs forward. The ball comes across and goes, oh, it's Harry. Oh, he's there. Shit. I, I it's just, seconds difference, it? Exactly. It's seconds it difference. And it beggars belief to me how he didn't realise. He, he's just ran back to mark him. I, honestly, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. But, but it, hey, is that not why Richie's not a left-back, right? And I don't want to hang him out with dry. He's filling in. He's trying his best. All of them are trying their best. I'm not trying to slag anyone off here, but that's maybe why he's not a left-back. It's a funny one because he almost... It's as if he, he lets it run across his body... Is he trying to then put it out with his left foot rather than just oh. swinging it, swinging it clear with his right, or just? You're totally right, Mark. It's if he's a right foot, I'm assuming so. But when you look at how quickly it comes across, he, he does. He kind of squares his body up, but it's going that that quickly that he's never going to catch it anyway. Mm. Like, it, it, like what Decker says seems to, it seems bizarre because he does. He, he he clocks Lucas Moore and goes right, and he gets goal side. He does everything right there, yep. and then literally within it must be two three seconds. Seems to just forget he's there altogether. <laughs> that is exactly it. He thinks he's gone, and, well, I, and I, I literally couldn't believe it. On match match of the day last night, I think I, I, I don't know whether they were trying to be a, a bit kind towards Richie, but they, they slowed it down, and it does take a little bit of a touch in the middle of the the, the park, uh, in the middle of the box, from maybe either Lascelles or Fernandez just gets a little toe on it, which then they were saying, does that then take that kind of confuse Richie a little bit of whether he can get the ball or not but I don't know I think they were just give, being, being kind for him but uh, obviously, I mean, obviously went, we're went across. Richie here, but you've just mentioned Mark there that it did go past Fernandez and both of them in, probably maybe in fairness were shit scared to touch it in case it went in because yeah. they were probably so worried that bloody hell it's close to the goal but it's went past three Newcastle shirts alright we'll say Darlow so that's four Newcastle players that well, Hayden, Hayden got Meg you know, the, the first the first the, the first Man was was Hayden, and uh, Kane puts her through his legs. I just then across the pitch. Terrible goal. So just a terrible, terrible goal. But what had been riding will look well before that shake happened. So you know what I mean. It was well, just yeah. A... So they they had had a they had had a few chances. I don't know. Had they hit them, hit the bar by that point, or did that come in the second half where where they hit the the crossbar and post two or three times? I think they Son hit it um, after that goal. They hit it. Um, it was a lovely effort as well. But again, uh, the, the, I want to comment some on the cells here. Sorry, um, I'm getting here now. I can feel it's getting a bit hot. Um, I can just feel it. Um, I so bringing them up. The cells was tackling like my mum yesterday. I have to admit this. Over, I meant to text you to say this, but I thought I'd wait till the night. And I so hope we've that got he's dad, dad playing in the centre of half. Now we've got his man playing alongside him as well. Well, no, but my dad's Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> he's as fast as Harry Kane. I'm not joking. Um, anyway, um, yes, there's the cells. So if you can remember the son shot that hit the bar, I'd love you to go and watch the highlights of that again. Watch the cells going to challenge him. He's 
honestly, man, he's like a little, oh, it's just, I, I haven't got the words to express, but he's like, he's like a little girl, man. He's like, oh. And obviously, Son just bends it, hits the ball. Then two minutes later, there's a 50-50 challenge on the edge of the box where Lascelles goes down injured or hurt, like he stubs his toe. That's a horrendous tackle from your centre-half on the edge of our box. He literally just, ugh, he's scared, to, he's scared to tackle him. That's two, two in a row. And I'm like, how are Lascelles, mate? You're a big, strong, strapman lad. Get stuck in. Sorry. <laughs> he's sorry. gone. He's gone either way. There was it a few... just frustrates us, Mark. It, I'm sorry. It just really frustrates us when I, when I see, see that effort, man. You know what I mean? You're centre-half, you're the captain. Get in on him, tackle him. I think that uh, that word summed up kind of how we're all, all feeling going into half time after that performance and, and obviously with Spurs leading one nil. Um going in and as you say it could have been a hell of a hell of a lot more than that at, at that time. But we did, we went in went in one down at half time. Lot- it's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time. But if you're looking for pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and use LT23 to get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order, American-Giant.com, code LT23. A work needing to be done in, in the dressing room at halftime by, by Bruce. Come out second half, Bestie. Any improvement? Um, I was going. I was going to say a great deal of improvement. Um, I, maybe getting a little bit overexcited there, but it was certainly better. Um, I mean, whether that improvement came about as a result of what Newcastle did, or because Tottenham just didn't seem to have that much cutting edge, which is sounds bizarre to say with the players I've got. But uh, yeah, the, the second half. Uh, if the first half was just all backs to the wall, the second half passed. By for the most part without really any anything happening from what I remember. I watched it all, but I can't apart from Adalo save and the, the penalty thing and um, Richie getting injured. I can't really remember much of it. Yeah, it was a, it was one of those games where it was just it didn't hold the attention very well at all, did it? It was it was uh, it was as we said at the start. It wasn't it wasn't one that'll live long in the memory um, for for the main. The main reasons, but I think the the one the one reason that it will live in the memory is is when we went into the ninety fifth minute, and I guess we probably might as well just jump ahead to to that point because as Bessie you've just said, there absolutely nothing of, of any real note happened well, in gonna, the second half, did it? Can I? I'm going to jump ahead, yeah. mind. We've got to do it with our arms down by our sides. Are <laughs> oh, you right now? Um, I, I I do want to say here, and I got pretty slagged off by a lot of people for saying this um, yesterday I, I thought Joe Linton played really well I thought he played mm. well actually really well maybe you know but he played well I thought he played well I thought um, he hardly lost the ball for her early on he was, he was winning all of his battles head, headers I noticed um, he was trying his best to at least turn with the ball and carry the ball at least try and, and it, the, the argument that's been thrown to us and it's probably a fair one is that we didn't have a shot on target in 90 minutes and he's an attacker so surely, how could you say he's had a good game? But I, what, why I'm saying he's had a good game is I'm judging him against everybody else. You know, I'm judging him against your Shelby's. Yeah. I'm, ju- you know, even Wilson, for example. I know he's isolated, but he didn't touch the ball, right? He didn't do anything. Joe Linton definitely did more than Wilson. He definitely did more than Shelby, hundred percent. Um, he did a lovely turn, I thought, towards it was the corner, and he like had two around him, and he turned and he tried to bend it, 
I'm not sure if he's going for goal or crossing it. I'm not sure. But it went out of play. But it was still, it was still a nice play. And I, I thought that was one of Joe's best games I've seen him personally. Yeah, no, he did. He, he played, definitely played better than he, than he has. Um, and like you say, people, people just don't like to give him any sort of credit for, for the performances that he, that he puts in. But I, I would certainly agree that, that it was one of his, his better performances. Yes, you know, being, being a critic of him, you could say that, did he do anything? No, he didn't create any chances or anything like that. But like you said, he certainly kept the ball moving, kept, kept the way in possession and stuff like that and, and tried to try make than, something. Would you say he played better than Almiron? Yeah, he was the second, second best player on the yeah. pitch for us. Without a doubt in my eyes. So, I agree with that. He, he, a few times he kind of picked the ball up deep in our half and came forward with it. He won a few free kicks. Obviously, the, the, the free kick that the goal eventually came from was... Um, <laughs> Well, I watched it. Um, I was looking at it. I'm assuming we're going to say the same thing here. Yeah, when he the way he jumps into, um, who was he? I was going to say Lewis Holby, but he doesn't play for now, does he? I forget who it was now. But I think they also from... say um, Luke Edwards. Now, have you seen Luke Edwards? What he said about that? I'm not sure if he's he's having a laugh here, but he believes that was a foul on Joe Linton. He actually physically retweeted it and put a massive status of like he's been doing it all game. He was looking at Joe Linton. He had his elbow up. Like, literally, he was saying it was a foul, and he on purposely did what he did to Joe Linton. And I'm thinking, well, hang on, Joe is jumping into him. That's, that's the bottom line here. Like, I think it's, I honestly think it's both. You do, when, when you look at it, you see Joe Linton does jump into him, but he, at the same time, the lad does, he has a look and kind of just deviates a little bit, blocks him off. It's a, I'm, it's, not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest, if Joe, he's a big lad, right? If he was jumping towards me, I'd definitely look at him. Like, I mean, uh, like, <laughs> Like, I'm sure. I'm, if you, bestie, if you jumped at me, I'd be like, "Fucking hell!" I'd, I'd look at you. I'd look at you. Like, so, right? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I don't think it was a foul. If I'm being honest, but hey, who gives a fuck? Eh? Yeah, I'm about to come on to something a lot worse. I think it, it's, I, it's, that's more of an infringement than what follows. Like, I think. Yeah. Well, probably. Oh, right, well, not not by the letter of the law. Not by the letter of the well, law. No. But yeah, I, th- well. I think, bestie, you are, you, you, you are onto something there because there was definitely. A, a lot of niggle between the pair of them during during the game, and there was definitely a movement and intention. But the way that hey, Joe, the way that Joe throws himself, it, it, the, the thing is, he's like he's, the, six, <laughs> he's six yards away from him, and then he jumps in. <laughs> Come on, can you it's, imagine that was Lucelle Lucelle though, if someone did that to us? If someone did that to us, you'd but be like, "What the this, fuck?" This, this is the best bit about the the whole thing, though, is that that's gone completely unnoticed because of what then happens after after the fact it's only yeah. been like mentioned in in passing the fact that you know should it have been a free kick in in the first place but i just i just loved watching that bit of the replay of, um like i don't taking taking a like, he was like a salmon going up there up a river like throwing himself <laughs> thrown at it maybe it was, he was mental, just trying to keep his keep his hands by his side but he's oh yes from miles away as well i'm like what are you think but hey, but no, what, what was your thoughts when he brought Carroll on? Like, because obviously I know we're going to get to this 95th minute, but when, when Carroll come on, what were you, what were you thinking? Oof. Anyone? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Smash. Yeah, you just expect it's going to be tossed into the box from the win headers and cause, make a nuisance of himself. I mean, there was one point where um, Carroll was, I feel a bit sorry for Carroll at times because at one point he was fouling out of the box. Referee didn't give it to play it on. And the commentator I heard said, uh, oh, wait, Andy Carroll can't complain. He's been dishing out plenty himself. You think, mate, 
that doesn't make it not a foul. Yeah, of course, exactly. Yeah. Like you can't you can't kick him up behind and go like, oh yeah, but he's given free kicks in the past, so that makes it all right. Yeah, I, I think Andy Carroll, like because he's Andy Carroll, gives up. Uh, I think free kicks get given against him because he's Andy Carroll, yeah. not because of when anything he's done in particular. I mean, he does. I'm not saying he never gives away fouls because he does. He's quite a big, big, a big off at times. Like, but um, but I when he came on, you, you do you kind of think, well, that's that's how we are going to be playing now. That's the rest of this game is going to be the long ball towards the. The back post, yeah. and it's just um, a style. It's a style that I just, I really want to get away from him. But obviously, of course, I, I appreciate the goal led to that, or the, or the incident for the goal led to having Carroll, because we probably wouldn't have done that if, if Carroll hadn't been on. But it's just, I don't know. It's just like it's such an old style tactic, isn't it? It's just a little bit long, lads, get in the box, second ball, second balls. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just like. What, what does anyway, Andy, sorry, what, what does Andy Carroll have to do to get any criticism in in his direction? Well, it's a good, I was wondering if someone was going to say this. I, I, I think it's a good comment, you know, in a way. Well, I, you I know what it is. I, 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 I love him, but we're, we're now Parkin. over a season, isn't it? I think Thornton is careless parking outside the, um, <laughs> the pizzeria. Yeah. No, it's a good comment, though, Mark. If he wasn't from around here, if he wasn't from around here and he wasn't who he was, yeah. let's say that was Yossalu, right? Just, just, just swap the whole thing. And that's Yossalou. No one would like him. No one would want him. But oh, it's, it's a it's a strange it's it's a strange situation to find myself in because I, I like him because of of who he is, what what he's you know what he achieved in in the time that he was at the club, and he does you know give give the place a bit of a lift when he came on. But the games that he's played so far this season, I'm. I'm yet to see anything that 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 warrants them well, getting a position in the I, team. But, I don't know, man. Well oh, that, that's the first first yeah against West yeah. Ham. Yeah, but again, it's horses for courses, isn't it? And I think that the problem that we we'll have as a team is when he's on the field, we we'll just go long. We we'll just we we'll just go long straight away. And what I will say, and and, and maybe in Carroll's defence here, and I was about to say this before, you think of the quality of ball that he's having to deal with. It's not like you've got some real talented winger or Beckham or something. You know, Trent, for example, for Liverpool, hoying one in for him. That's, that's, I mean, a real whipped cross that he can get his head on. We're just lumping it long, you know, just aimlessly hitting it. The poor lad hasn't really got a chance, really, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Um, so it's a bit shit for him, that. And even if he does win the header, there's near one round him because we didn't play that high up the field. So it's a bit of a thankful, thankful task, like, in, in a sense. But uh, it's just the overall tactic I'm against. Football is advanced. Football has moved on. I'll talk about Brighton again. Look at their philosophy. Look at how them play, man. The way that them pass and move and press and everything. And what we're doing, bring Carl on for the last 20 minutes, lads. Get it up front. It's just Sunday it's league stuff, man. It's Sunday, it's Sunday league stuff. We're a fucking Premier League team, man. I've watched the, the, the foul on Joe Linton about 30 times in the last five minutes. <laughs> and the, the more I look at it, the less it's a foul. It's not a foul. It's not a foul, man. <laughs> Well, we'll take it though. So thank, move on, Mark. Thankfully, minutes. thankfully, the referee did see it as a foul somehow, <laughs> and uh, awarded the free kick, and uh, it gets loft, lofted up into the box to the the far side of the box, and uh, there's Big Andy leaping like a salmon. It's the second salmon reference that we've had in the last five minutes, and uh, gets up behind Dyer, who, who is, by the way, heads the ball he down. Is, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
the ball strikes Dyer's arms. There's lots of appeals from Carroll and a couple of our players. And then the game goes on, on from there. It then goes to VAR. What are your thoughts when it goes to VAR? Because we're all watching this at the, at the live, at, at, at the same time watching this happening. Well, the but... I was, um, after having watched the Palace game on, I think, Saturday, whenever that was Saturday tea time, the penalty that was given against Joel Ward was like, in, in the laws of the game, it's a penalty right there. I mean, that's just how it is at the minute. But if you look at it, and it's, there's nothing he can do to get his hand out of the way, and the referee still gives it. And I had that in mind when I went to VAR. I thought, like, I, 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 he's going to give this, he's got to give it for, you know, consistency has kind of never been a, the strong point in Premier League refereeing but that is a penalty the way, the way it is now and it's it's disgraceful it's it's an awful <laughs> awful law like yeah. because you're just going to get people <laughs> trapping the ball off people's arms just trying to get penalties in the area but it's but it's under the, the way the, the football is now it's a penalty but I as soon as I saw the video I, I thought back to that and the, the man you was it Man U got the, the funny one? Yeah, Man U. Uh, yeah. yeah, last second. No, no, Everton, Everton, Everton as well. So it, I, I think that was yeah, the, the, Palace, the di- yeah. directives came in. That Everton, Man United. We've seen a Bright, Brighton maybe have one as well over the weekend as well. So there was, you know, the, a, a lot of them. And uh, the, Br- I, the Brighton one, I, I, I felt as if the lad leaned forward. Does, does that make sense a little bit? Maybe with the Brighton one? And, I, and I'm only being honest here, and every time I watch football, whether the letter, the law, or whatever, I only judge what I see. And it, when I seen the dire one, I was like, well, that's not a pen. But honest to God, I was straight away, well, that's not a penalty. <laughs> and then... Yeah, it, should, it shouldn't be. It definitely when shouldn't I seen be. Them, when I seen VAR come up with the lines on the screen, I then re- straight away realised, Jesus, it's a penalty. If he's on side, they'd yeah. give a penalty. Because why yeah. would they be looking at offside, obviously? Do you know what I mean? Then when the referee... Now, this is my question, is obviously... Them in, in the studio, wherever them are, have said that's a penalty, but we need to check he's on side first. They've checked he's on side. They've then said to the ref, it's your chance to go and have a look, which I found strange at that point, personally. Well, again, that's one of the directives that's, that's been brought in this, this season is they can, they can give them a, a recommendation that, that he goes and looks at it. So rather than, than what we've seen last season with the, the, the um, VAR referees being off-site saying this is what you should do, they're saying there's been an incident, you should go and look at it, so that they're now giving the power back to the referee on the field, which last season we didn't really see. So I think, no, for, me, for me, that's a good step forward because you're still, you're still making the decision from the referee who's, who's there at the game, um, albeit with yeah. the, the ability to, to have a look at the replay. So I think that's the way VER should work in my eyes. Um, I, I'm in complete agreement is that that's never a penalty, you know, any any day of the week in, in normal circumstances. But from this season, it, it will be. And we, we've already saw just in in the space of a short couple of weeks how many penalties are, are being given for, for these these decisions. And we're going to have to get used to it. Um, unfortunately, there's been a lot, a lot of stats today um, on Sky Sports News looking at because it's obviously been a big big talking point is looking at the the number of penalties that were were given in um the Premier League versus um La Liga and Serie A and uh, the, the likes yeah. where that that have got those rules already so i think it was um we had 19 penalties in the Premier League and um the in the, the equivalent they they'd had 
40 odd and 50 odd penalties in yeah. in the other leagues in the in the same period so um because they they'd adopted that rule last season so we're going to have to get used to to seeing these types of decisions being being given and do you not think they'll change it now do you, do you not think ah, i think they will you know i do uh, they, they can't that's that is the directive that's came in this season. FIFA, UEFA have all gave them and said that is the rule. The rest of Europe are, are adhering to those rules. You need to step in 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 line and use them as well. Unfortunately, the game's ruined there. Like the game's ruined because that, that that I mean, funny enough, Roy Keane the night said he thought it was a penalty. So they they asked because yeah, he's, he's on Monday Night Football and he said, "Oh, I think I think the Dyer one was a penalty." And I was like, "Did he?" It feels good to gift. So give your dad the one for all gift card this Father's Day and let him choose the gift he wants. With 100 plus brands to choose from and zero fees, there's no need to play the guessing game to show your appreciation. You know he'll get the gift he wants and making his day will make your day. Gifting feels good with the one for all gift card. Available in store and at giftcards.com. See giftcards.com for terms and conditions. Oh, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I'm only trying to think if Roy Keane got that against him. Jesus, he would have knocked the ref out. But, like, um, that's just not a penalty. You know, it's just yeah. not. But if that's the rule, that's the rule. Now, the problem is, I know I understand it's worked for what today, but we all know it's going to come back and bite me, right? It's going to hit Fernandez's yeah. hand that's on it. the cells. That's, or something, you know? that, that's why I've got absolutely zero qualms about taking that penalty and, and Wilson. And, and, and what I will say is him stepping up, cool as a cucumber, and what a finish to put that penalty away under, under a lot of pressure. Um, a lot of pressure. I, I, I'll, I'll take that out any day of the week because, as you've just said, Decker, we will a hundred percent that'll come back around and in, in, in wheel, because we we get we get penalties like that given against us now, let alone with when <laughs> when there should be you know these rules should be in. How many times have we seen ridiculous things like where we get penalties given against where or we we are on the opposite end of it of stupid things that don't get given the, the one that springs to mind straight away is Wolves when he's on top of our player pushing him down with, with the oh, header yeah. that, that still sticks in my mind how on, on earth they, they got that you know those, those types of decisions and stuff like that it's just so I've got no we had a running with the Wolves for a while didn't we remember when uh, the lad I'm sure he scored a goal and then he he elbowed Perez in the nose like yeah. full on same yeah. one, yeah. Willie Bolly, he elbowed Perez in right. James's, and then um, yeah. he, he was all over Darlow, not Darlow. Um, yeah, Dubravka. Dubravka, the yeah. Molyneux, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mental. But I, I get what you're saying, I get what you're saying. I just, you know, I just try and look at it, you know, in, in, the, in the way that I think it should be. And I, I, I personally think that's a penalty. And I felt a little bit dirty when I celebrated when they scored. I still did, but I, I felt a bit dirty. But um, I just think, like, I, what I have to say, though, here is that really papered over so many cracks. You know, you, you come away with a point, right, which is a fabulous point. And what I'm also going to say here, we've got four points from three games. We're sitting 10th. It's, it's, you know, if you look at it just from that standpoint, it's been a successful start of the season. But my heavens, it doesn't tell the story, does it? And my worry is, is these performances are not getting any better. Even beyond that, what, what, what 10th in the league with one one drawn one lost one which is middling stuff. We won a game seven 0 last week. Yeah, we're doing the last sixteen of the cup and it's possibly, yeah, yeah, and it, I and as you say that just isn't the whole story at all. No, it's not. It's just worrying. It really worries us the performances that I'm seeing and I, I, the thing is now is I'm I'm in a I'm in a state of mind here where 
and this is me being stupid right now, I'll probably get slagged for this, but I said at the start of last season that Bruce didn't have any pre-season, didn't have any, you know, you know for, couple of days in China when he just turned up and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, it's going to take him time to try and get his own players in and play his own style of football. He's been here now for, for over a season. Um, mm. And I'm not seeing anything better at all, actually, than the year before. And that's what doesn't give us any faith in, oh, well, we'll be all right by next week because we'll sort it out on the training ground. We'll have had how many weeks now to try and sort it out? And I just feel that we'll look, we'll run out eventually. That's what I'm worried about, personally. Yeah, I think a lot a lot of fans feel feeling the same way. Um, it 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 had the feel of of many many games that were were experienced last season of of being under the cosh, being second best, but but somehow getting getting a result um, and 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 taking a point. And you know, as as you've point. just said, love it. You know, take take that point and 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 run for the hills. It's absolute robbery, um, but it's a point at the end of the day. You've you've got to be pleased with that, but. I just see some very, very odd behaviour from from people out there that that don't like the fact that we got that point and the Newcastle supporters well, allegedly. I just don't well, understand a, that mentality. Yeah, there's a bit of an issue I think at the minute where they'd rather see them lose. I think I, I definitely think that's the case. Uh, they'd rather see them get beat because they can then vent big time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think in in regards to to the, the, the what I was thinking about, especially the first half were almost tread Tottenham as if it was like Man City or something, man. I mean, Tottenham, don't get us wrong, Tottenham are a good side, but we were just so passive against them. That's what I couldn't believe. We were just letting them come out, we were floating, sitting back so deep. And I'm thinking, Christ, it, it isn't Man City or prime Barcelona here. It's just Spurs. It's just Tottenham. Like, they're a good side, but Christ, they're not amazing. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's just what annoys us a bit with that we haven't progressed even with the new signings I'm not seeing a new style or a new philosophy or a new sort of style of play and we're not, we're not seeing that at the minute and that's what's annoying us I think it's even more frustrating after the fact that we'd, we'd, we'd seen a decent performance in, in midweek with, with scoring our highest away uh, number of goals in, in quite some time our biggest yeah, away, yeah. away league victory as well you, you would have just hoped albeit with different players that that mentality and performance would have then, then carried on into the weekend um, but it wasn't to be Did so, you just watch that game? Sorry, the Morton game Did you just watch that? Aye. Yes yeah. uh, I, Second half of course I appreciate that they were they're a poor side, but that, that first half, we were just immense. <laughs> right. I've, I've never seen we'll pass the ball around like that and been pressed so high. And I understand they're a poor side, God almighty, I'm not daft. But um, it was just so refreshing to see we're on the front foot in that manner. And then you come on to Sunday and we defend, we park the bus, park with life. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, it's just not for me. Like. No, and that's why I was maybe expecting a, a bit more of a of a change to the team than that we actually saw against Spurs in in both personal and performance, and, and, and neither of them came to came to fruition. Um, but we will have another chance because we've got um, as as things turn to be this this way this season, as we've got an, another cup game coming up in a couple of days. So uh, we'll be back with a preview of that in the coming days. But uh, I think we'll leave that that Spurs draw there and uh, consign that one to the, the bin because it, it is a one that we don't want to have to, uh, to think about too much ever, ever again. Yeah. But uh, Deckard Bestie, thank you very much for joining us for tonight and uh, we'll uh, catch you later. Cheers. In a bit. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. 
We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.